It is the Chicago vs. United Audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier tastemakers in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. You can find this podcast every week at chicagoverseunited.com. Recording once again at Chicago's esteemed Gravity Studios with producer-engineer Matt Opel. You can check out Gravity Studios on the web at gravitystudios.com. This week, I'm joined in the studio by Richard Giraldi, editor of loudlooppress.com, and Amy Dittmeyer, editor of heavemedia.com. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. 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 How's everybody's summer been so far? Uh, it's been fun. A lot of fun. Relaxing. Good. Yes. Busy. <laughs> Very busy. It's kind of the opposite of... <laughs> well, busy, but in a good way. In a yeah, pleasant yeah. way. So, can't complain. Well, speaking of busy, we're on the cusp of Lollapalooza. We're hours away. Uh, it's everywhere you look right now, all throughout the city. And I wanted to have you guys weigh in on the festival, kind of get your professional takes on everything that's happening this year. But first, I wanted to get a little bit of background about you guys, uh, your sites. Do you guys want to like give some background about how you got started doing these websites? Sure. Well, I joined Heave Media about two years ago. Wes and Ryan, who um, Wes is the executive editor and Ryan's the culture editor, actually started it as a radio program okay. while they were at college. And they just turned it into a blog and then it turned into a website. And I started as a staff writer and slowly worked up the ranks uh, to an editor. And I also do all the live shows that we do in Chicago. I book them, promote them, all that stuff. Nice. So we usually focus on music, but we also have a good culture section. Um, I write like a comic book column. We have someone who does like a movie column, fashion, really anything. And we try to always talk about Bands and musicians that we think are good, not necessarily what, you know, the pop charts say or what Pitchfork says or anything like that. It's more our personal opinion. And we try to also get industry people and musicians to write for our side as well. So we have the other side of the spectrum, too. Nice. Well, I started uh, Laudu Press in April 2009. Um, I sort of got the idea because I was currently enrolled at DePaul. I was getting my master's degree in journalism, which I've already gotten. I've completed that. But when I was in school... Figuring out journalism, you know, sort of shifting these days, big Very time much. from print to online. I figured there's two trends going on in journalism right now. It's hyper-local and niche, mm-hmm. which for a narrow audience. And I come up from a music background. I'm, I am a musician. I play music, and I've also written about music before for freelance, other magazines. But there's no site that really focused strictly on Chicago music because, you know, there's so many awesome bands out there in Chicago that really don't get much press. So mm-hmm. I thought, why not? shine the light locally rather than nationally. So I started the site and um, we've gained um, a, quite a following. Only been around for a little more than a year and we were just voted uh, best local music blog by the Chicago Reader 2010 Reader's Poll. Yeah. So it's going good and we have a staff about five, six core staff. We also have other contributors come and help too. But um, it's going real good and um, yeah, I'm the main editor. I do a lot of the writing and I do a lot of the work on it. But uh, also uh, Josh Reed, he's the web guy. He designed the site, makes it look all pretty. And so it's cool. And that's basically where we are right now. Nice. You know, um, one of the things you brought up is that Loud Loop Press and Heave Media as well. You know, there's news and content relating to national artists, but there really is a strong focus on local music. I mean, are you guys... Obviously, Richard, that's kind of what you said, but like, are you a local music fan? Like, are there local artists that you just felt weren't getting coverage anywhere? So you said, maybe we should do it. 
when I came to the website, they were strictly doing national stuff and um, culture news. I had a column that focused on independent acts that weren't signed, just doing their thing on MySpace, and I profiled them, and we started an idea of doing shows in Chicago that would sometimes have national acts, but are mainly local. And that's mm -hmm. how we really try to bring what we think about the local scene into light with our monthly shows. It's been spotty this month just because like, we've been so busy with Pitchfork and Lollapalooza and all these festivals in the summer. But we try to do one every month and focus on Midwest bands, specifically Chicago. Now, how has the response been either from readers or peers or even artists that you've approached? Like, you know, I, I've been doing this podcast. I've, I've booked bands for different things. And sometimes it's really easy. You hit someone up and you're like, hey, do you want to do an interview? And they say yes. Sometimes it's like seven emails. Has it been easy or has the response been, go away, you're not the reader. Let me talk to like a real site or something. Well, that's why from Loudly Press, that's why I think it's working so well because we do focus strictly on Chicago bands. Like anything with the Chicago angle, we try to cover that specifically. Mm -hmm. Like we really don't do much national. You know, like the way I look at it, if I want to read a review on the new MGMT album or something, I'm going to go to people I trust, like sources I respect. I'm going to go to the Tribune, sometimes Pitchfork.com. Sure. And on, I'm not saying it's a bad thing that blogs in Chicago are reviewing that album. They're, How many reviews do we need? Exactly. But where are you going to find a review of the new Panderite EP, the new Streets on Fire album? That's why we specialize in that. The feedback I've gotten from the bands is, wow, thank you. I, I've gotten bands email like, I have no clue people were even paying attention to us. Thank you for writing us up or reviewing our album. Thank you so much. Because, you know, some of these bands, the only press they get is from Loudly Press. Yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to do. There are great bands in the city of Chicago. I just mentioned Panda Riot was one, and mm -hmm. Bailiff is a great band. They're sort of heavy, sort of blues rock. And there's some awesome bands in Chicago. I'm just trying to get the word out because, you know, sometimes you cover national bands and you have to wait until they come to Chicago. I cover local bands. You can go see them anytime this week. Mm -hmm. So that was We were just idea. talking about, like, acts like Local H and Hood Internet who were playing at um, Wicker Park Fest this mm -hmm. past weekend. And it's like, if you want to go see Hood Internet, man, you're in luck. Yeah. You know, you can go see them. You have plenty of chances to go exactly. see them. And that's not a slam. That's not like to yeah. say that they play too much. It's great that there are a lot of acts in the city who, if you enjoy their music, if you enjoy their sets, you have opportunities to go see them at different venues. Exactly. It's just a micro look at the city in terms of music. So Now, for both of you guys, are there local artists that are near and dear to your heart, like favorite bands in the city or bands you think that at this moment are coming up that people need to be paying attention to? Well, you mentioned uh, Streets on Fire, who we love. Great uh, band. Yeah, we, really fierce. Yeah, we reviewed their album. We did a show with them, and I think it was one of the best shows we ever did. We always have a Wednesday night free show at the Empty Bottle once a month, and they like packed the house on a Wednesday night and they were the headliner and their new album is fantastic. Mm. I like them a lot. One I can think of, I'll tell my head that I love is My Gold Mask. It's an art, yeah. art great, great, great. Art yeah, rock we did a duo, show with them too. Art rock duo, female, male. Jack uses a nylon string guitar, but he, he, <laughs> he like did crazy things with it. And then uh, Greta Rochelle, lead singer, she's an amazing voice. And they just very have, haunting. Very haunting. They have some really cool, there's the recordings that their last EP, um, A Thousand Voices, they have some amazing sounds on that. It's very earth tone sounds, but very haunting and very dark. They're a great band. And I I really enjoy them. Are you guys familiar with some of the bands that I really love right now? Are like the Felix Culpa, Sons, Alul, Loyal mm -hmm. Divide. Off the top mm -hmm. of my head, those four bands doing fantastic things yeah. in the city. I think. Alul is awesome. They're, they're, I think they're on the verge of blowing up. Definitely. They're, yeah. Uh, God, yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. And um, 
was the one you mentioned before that? Sons, Sons. Loyal Divine. Yeah, we've written yeah. about One Sons of the percussionists in Sons was in jazz band with me in high school. <laughs> and so I went to um, one of the beta productions showcases because we did a show with a lull and I wanted to meet the bands. And I just walked in there and I'm like, CJ? He's like, I don't go by CJ anymore. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> You're all grown up and so am I. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah I'm... I mean, there is so much happening in the city right now. So yeah. many bands coming up that are on the verge of kind of being, yeah. I think, the next wave. Yeah. And there are a lot of genres. So I think it's great that they get press from different sides, you know, and from sites that are coming up and very eager to work with new bands that aren't super jaded. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, it seems like both your websites kind of started to like either come up or get noticed around the same time. Were you guys aware of each other? Were you like kind of like, oh, there's that other new site that's kind of covering Chicago music? Yeah, I've definitely read some Heave Media. I remember I first saw them because back before I think we, we were still sort of gaining a following, I remember they were mentioned in Time Out Chicago yeah. um, for some of the one best of the, music sites. Yeah, music sites I to took watch. Them out. You guys are doing really good stuff too over there like obviously you guys do more culture stuff which is cool which i appreciate you know and it's, you guys just expand out a little more than the, than the music which is cool i yeah. do like that i'm really trying to bring like the culture site more into focus too because there's so many great well one i went to film school so right and i wanted to write about film but there were no opportunities so i got into music so but music and culture is so interlinked like comic books scott pilgrim is a great mm -hmm. example it's um, yeah. so <laughs> influenced by music but until this film, not a lot of people knew about it. I had a Scott Pilgrim avatar on Twitter for like a month. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, and I was waiting in line at the Smashing Pumpkins show, and I tweeted, why do all these people have Scott Pilgrim shirts on? Because everyone had Zero and SP shirts. Only one person on Twitter got it, but I thought like... <laughs> so now the main thing happening right now, Lollapalooza, set to just blow up this weekend. There's already been pre-parties. There's already been Gaga sightings all over the city. Right off the bat, like, who are some of the acts that aren't necessarily Lady Gaga and Soundgarden, but that you guys think people should be checking out that may, they might not know about yet? Well, the one day pass that I bought for was the day that Stars is playing. Mm -hmm. I really like Stars. I've liked all their albums. Their new album was kind of okay. It's one of those that really has to grow on you. But I just think, musically speaking, they're really diverse. They're really fun. It's something that, in the middle of the day, you can still dance to, or if you're really tired, you can just chill out to and just enjoy what they have to offer. There's a bunch of bands I'm looking forward to that aren't the headliners. Friday, I think one of the first bands that I'm excited to see is Waves. They're playing mm -hmm. on a Friday morning. And I really, you know, after they had that meltdown at that... The infamous meltdown, meltdown that they will that never live down. in Spain, uh, I think they've recouped pretty well. And they've sort of regrouped. And um, from the new songs I've heard, their music's a lot of fun. It's like, it's lo-fi, it's noisy, but it's a sort of pop rock. And it's a lot of fun, I think. And then also on Friday is Mavis Staples, who... Mm -hmm. Local tremendous Chicago, performer, tremendous R and B, almost legend here in Chicago. And of sure, course, her new sure. album uh, was produced by Jeff Tweedy of Wilco. I think it's called "You Are Not Alone," and uh, I think that they just re released a title track of that, which is a great song. And I remember looking forward to see her because I think that's going to be a maybe stables. I think in the little Plaza context, I think it's going to be very interesting to see. How the it's crowd a very reacts veteran to her. artist, yeah. yeah, yeah, and especially she's playing so early in the day. You know, there are a bunch of other bands. I mean, I'm excited to see Spoon on Saturday because yep. I missed them at the Aragon when they came here. But you know, I It'll heard sound better here. Yeah, one reason I didn't go it was the Aragon. I'm not a huge fan of the sound of that place. But I've seen them at festivals before. I saw them in Lollapalooza, I think, in 07, I think, or 06. I remember they played Lollapalooza there. They seem to do well at festivals, so I'm excited to see them. And then um, 
Sunday Morning is this band Health. They're like a really crazy sure, noise sure. band. Yeah. I think they're actually playing Reggie's that night too. I'm really excited to see them. So seems like there's a lot of Pitchfork veterans. Yes, that are on the bill this year. There are. I think. You know? um, Yay, yeah. They played mm-hmm. Pitchfork last That's year. That's another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that? band uh, grizzly bear grizzly bear they were at pitchfork last year yeah and now they're back yeah i think there's a lot of flip-flopping i think the flaming lips were like an 06 little blues and they went back to pitchfork last year so there's a lot of flip-flopping and um this year's bill is a little odd a little blues it's trying to capture that pitchfork audience this year especially especially the middle tier acts there's a mm-hmm. lot of pitchfork ian i guess uh, pitchfork-esque yeah. acts this year if it was the heyday of Lil Plooza, these bands would not be on that bill. No. And also, I think this year's Lil Plooza is lacking a little bit in the hip-hop department, too. Especially uh, coming very off, much. Especially coming Pitchfork off, was way better for hip-hop Yeah, especially year. coming off Big Boy at Pitchfork. Like, he killed, he brought down the house there, and it was amazing. Well, I mean, looking at this year's lineup, I don't know why they put the strokes on the bill. When they, they could have put Jay-Z there, That's that would be more interesting. They could have started Dr. Dre's comeback here. Mm-hmm. That would have just been... Massive. They could have thrown Eminem on here. That new record is better than the last couple he's put out. Almost any hip-hop act would have been more interesting than The Strokes, I think. I mean, well, you see, (laughs) I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I do like The Strokes a lot, actually, and I've never seen them live, so I'm actually very excited because... For some reason, them touring never lined up to where I was at the right. same time. So I'm excited to see them live. I'm not going to lie. Their first album is a, is a classic, I'm sorry, sure, as, sure. as far as I'm concerned. So I'm excited about seeing them live. I mean, I do agree. I think if they were to put a bigger hip-hop act on the bill, it could have been Saturday versus Green Day. Because Phoenix, as far as I'm concerned, well, I do really like Phoenix, and their last album was pretty great. I don't know if they're really headliner-worthy as of right now. I mean, last year they had Snoop on, like, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And he wasn't a headliner. Yeah, but he, he drew was a huge, huge crowd. crowd. I mean, I guess my problem with like, and I'm not putting them down, but my problem with bands like Soundgarden or The Strokes on the bill is I'm just like, what have they done recently? Other than the fact that they are Soundgarden and The Strokes, why not throw someone on there that is doing something currently? Again, like Eminem, Jay-Z, not saying that they're necessarily better artists than them, but they're more timely, I guess. You see, I think the last couple of years, though, Lil Plooza has been this thing where they've become more of the nostalgia trip festival yeah it really is last year they had jane's addiction they're not right. they're not gonna make a new album and then think year before they had pearl jam who they do make new albums but in terms of relevancy to, to <laughs> but they music, really don't yeah exactly yeah. they don't really you know they aren't as relevant as they used to be they do have that hardcore hardcore fan base that will sell out any arena anytime just follow them yeah but in terms of to pop music eh, their album will go they'll sell like a uh, hundred thousand the first week but then just drops dramatically yeah it's everybody grabs it at once. Exactly. I feel Lollapalooza is trying to do get the Pitchfork crowd, which is more our era, and the Rolling Stone crowd, which is more like my dad's era. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're getting people from the 90s that mm-hmm. maybe more older people want to come, and they would actually spend the money to buy a three-day pass or maybe even a VIP pass. But then they're getting people like us because they're like, well, they'll buy a one-day pass to see For Lady Perry Gaga. Or, yeah, yeah, or Perry Stage or Miniature Tigers, Matt and Kim. Someone that's a little more buzzworthy. Mm-hmm. MGMT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, who were just on like two years ago. 
Right. Yeah. As was Gogol Bordello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they he's were. always awesome live. And Blues Traveler. We didn't talk about the most exciting up and coming. <laughs> Hasn't he played like every year for the past like 10 years? Well, we were just talking on, on Twitter, uh, Richard, you and I earlier about yeah. how Ed Kowalczyk from Live is going to be playing the children's stage. Yes. I'm just like, that's just number six Christian rock album in the country. Great things happen at the children's stage. Not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I Ed, love Ed the Kowalczyk children's stage. From Live. And then I think the Verb Piper playing two days. Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't I don't know. It's just it's really some of it is filler. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> talk about it. There's definitely some. Oh, filler. what's Jeff Tweedy's kids band's name? Like the Blisters or something? Yeah. Like something that? Yeah. I saw them play one year and that was awesome. Yeah, I heard that that was a great performance at the kids' stage and something like that is cool. Yeah, because I bet yeah. that kid is psyched. I'd call yeah. check out the kids' stage up and he's like, "Oh my god, what yeah. happened?" Right. Yeah, I don't understand that booking at all. I don't know if kids are really going to be into. <laughs> yeah, his I don't music. think. I don't think any kids going to be like, "Oh my god, these are the dudes who did throwing copper." Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's for like what six to ten year olds. Like, are they going to know when they the verb pipes in freshman <laughs> what it is? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Um, now, what about you know one of the things that happens when Lollapalooza hits is we just get flooded, uh, beginning. And during the festival and after the festival, uh, after shows, after parties, what are you guys looking at as kind of some of the uh, events that are worth checking out outside of actual Grant Park this year? Well, I'm torn between Devo because I think Devo is going to be awesome, but it's going to be With dirty projectors, yeah. Yeah, but I'm interested to see how the Gogo Bordello show goes down at the Sub-T because... I mean, it's a it's big room, rough. but it's narrow, and Gogo Bordello fans are not... They're nice, but they're rough. Yeah, I see that so, being a pretty high yeah, energy I'm show. I'm kind of worried. I'm going, but I think I might just chill in the upper balcony and try to fray. stay safe. I don't want to get knocked out. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to make it to any of the after shows, but if I were to go to one, I really would like to see um, MGMT again. I'm one of those few people that actually think their new album's genius, brilliant. I know a lot of people didn't think that, but I think their new album's amazing. And I saw them at the Riviera, I think, a couple of, yeah, of months ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. Not, not that long ago. And uh, they were awesome there. If I was going, I would go to that one. Plus, I think it's a benefit. So the House of Blue is a benefit for some local So charity. something like that's always worth yeah. supporting. And then um, I would love, love to go see Soundgarden on Thursday. Day, but at the back, yeah. yeah. But so far, nothing's really come through to do that. I, I bet you anything they're going to do a real tour. Yeah, that's true. I hope you know eighty five percent of these bands are going to come back to Chicago within the next. Oh my god! six oh, yeah. months because you know if, if you've seen the local club dates recently, like ninety percent of Pitchfork is coming back before the end of October. It's ridiculous. Well, there's been all all these articles about the Lala radius, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah. a couple months after, you know, like what October, November, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah, all these bands will start coming out again. I mean, Gaga has a new album set for next year, yeah. so you know it'll start all over. So coming, so but yeah, but now I'd like to go see that show. Yeah, the thing about Lola Palooza, their after shows, they really have been kicking them up a notch the past couple of years. I remember they used to not really be into the after shows, but then I think 2008, they started doing a lot more. Last year was pretty insane. Licky Lee at Bottom Lounge was just insanely cool. Mm-hmm. Them Crooked Vultures, mm. it literally, and I'm not exaggerating for effect. I had ringing for two days, and I had to go to an ear doctor, and I was grounded from live music events for two weeks. Wow. And I remember there was an acoustic thing happening at Angels and Kings like a week and a half after my grounding. Yeah. And I asked the ear doctor, I'm like, listen, like, if I wear earplugs, there's an acoustic thing tonight. Can I go to that? And she's like, I wouldn't if I were you mm-hmm. for what I saw in your ears. And I was like, oh, my God. They are <laughs> so, pretty amazing. But, uh, you know, I think this year, Thursday night, 
Company of Thieves, mm-hmm. playing at House of Blues great backstage. Local band. Great, local great band. band. I love. Not confirmed as of right now, but the big rumor is Lady Gaga at the Perez Hilton party Thursday night at the Hard Rock. Really? Which would not surprise me at all. Hmm. So that's going to be something that if it comes out, and again, by the time this hits, it might be confirmed, it might be debunked. But hmm. right now... I'm an invite to that. I may take that up. If that's the case, then sure. Yeah. I mean, really, like, half the fun, too, of the after parties is just going out and discovering mm-hmm. things. Or you go on Twitter, or you look at your text, and all of a sudden you see, like, oh my god, like, Soundgarden's DJing, like, the Foundation Room or something, you know? like I am actually going to, I totally forgot, on Thursday, I'm going to see, my plan A is, uh, well, I already had tickets to uh, to go see the new pornographers at the sure. Metro. So. Yeah, that's going to be another big show. Yeah, and that's going to be fun, and they're absolutely great. And the Black Keys playing on Friday, which should be a great show, too. Another, yeah, fantastic act. Yeah. Now, post-Lala, I mean, there's a lot going on. North Coast... Uh, sonar and then even just individual shows that aren't festival based mm-hmm. like what are you guys looking forward to after kind of all this madness ends i'm really looking forward to october because it seems like that's so when every mm-hmm. band that i want to mm-hmm. see is coming like high Red on Dooley. fire uh the sword chaos mm-hmm. laxons mm-hmm. they're all coming to town and i'm like well why is it august yeah everything Speed is up. in october yeah but North Coast should be interesting. North Coast looks really, really promising. I'm I'm thinking that's going to be great. Again, a band that I brought up earlier, Loyal Divide, one of my favorite local bands at the moment, is playing there. And those guys just have a fantastically weird live show. They wear black, kind of like track suits or sweatsuits or something. They adorn them with like white fluorescent tape. And then they wear black masks with white emoticon mm-hmm. masking, you know, like faces taped onto the mask. And then they just play this weird, creepy, claustrophobic, very electrified pop with a lot of effects and ambient, mm-hmm. like, glitchy noises. It's very weird, and it's really, really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some stuff from theirs, and it's really good. It's, it's just weird. They put out that really awesome stick figure, like, crazy video. That was, oh, that's right. Yeah. That, it just made me feel dirty watching yeah, it. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> very violent. It's so violent, Most stick yeah. figure violence I've ever seen in my life. And it's depressing. Yeah, You're, like, is. watching it, and you're like, I feel terrible for this stick figure yeah. child. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, North Coast, that's an interesting festival. You know, it, it's sort of the opposite of what most national festivals are focused on, because it's very electronic-focused, jam man focus and hip-hop focus which is the opposite of Lil Plus and Pitchfork which I think rock. I think that they're looking ahead yeah I think they've be. got a long-term mm-hmm. not formula I don't want to say but like a long-term kind of dynamic there mm-hmm. that I think will bring people back yeah because I think that that's the kind of live experience that more and more especially the generation that's coming up is going to want to go to so I think this year North Coast might be the underdog and I bet next year there's going to be a lot more buzz about it. Yeah, I could. If, if they do it again, which I hope they do, because yeah. I think it's a fantastic lineup. Yeah, I really want to see yeah how it goes in terms of the attendance and in terms of the crowd. And who's an ex- yeah, it's a very interesting uh, concept that they're doing that. Just getting some genres that usually are second I'll put on the back burner. They're sort of pushing to the forefront. And plus, it seems like they really open up to the uh, local bands, too, which is awesome. They're putting a lot yeah. of local music on, which is always great. That's what I liked about Pitchfork this year. They had some really great local bands. Lil Poose has a few local bands. Not nearly as many not, as they should this not, year. Yeah, not nearly as many as Last year was a lot stronger. And ones that, not the knock the local bands, but, you know, the bands at Pitchfork, some local bands, those are bands that are gaining a pretty good amount of buzz. Mm. Um, Pitchfork, local bands that, they might have a little buzz. I mean, Company of Thieves is all, they have buzz, obviously. Company of Thieves is great, but they don't have a record out right now. Yeah, they, have, like, exactly. they don't have like a new album. And I love, love, love those guys. I think they're super sweet. I think they're, Genevieve has just the great best voice. local voice yeah. in the city. But 
But I, I was looking at it, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, they don't have a record out right now. Like, Empires have a newer release. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Empires on the bill? And, like, two of the only hip-hop acts are BBU and Kids in the Hall, both mm-hmm. fantastic groups that have some new music out and played South by Southwest. But, I mean, there's really not that much more after that. You know? yeah. It's like, there's, like, Felix the House Cat, who, like, what has he done in forever? So I've said this on past podcasts, but... I wish that they would have represented Chicago even stronger. I'm not saying take those bands off. I'm saying add more. Mm-hmm. Why don't yeah, you bring I on agree. six, eight more? I mean, I can take off Ed Kowalczyk and Blues Traveler yeah. you know, and put on Empires. Yeah, or put on Cave, who absolutely sure. blew my mind at, at Pitchfork. So, was, so many bands. Incredible. Felix Culpa. Yeah. Um, and then looking ahead at Heave Media, Loud Loop Press, your sites, you know, do you have any more developments in the works? Are there things you guys are looking to expand to or what can people expect from those sites coming up? Hmm. I guess for Loud Loop Press, we're just looking to just expand on our mission, which is, you know, shine the light on Chicago. We've been focusing on uh, Chicago music news a lot, reviews. We're looking to do more feature stories. We started a new interview series called Take 5. We just posted our first one like last week with uh, Nether Friends, who's also great, a great, great. Just put out a fantastic record. Yeah, they did. Uh, Barry and Sherry, yeah, it's great. Trying to do more of that, just sort of get a little more first source stories where, you know, we talk to the bands, like, directly. And also, we're looking to do more multimedia stuff. That may take a little bit longer, but, you know, we want to do more... It's a lot of work. Yeah, I want to do more video stuff. Like, we did a while ago, there's this local band called The Gorilla Press, Mm -hmm. and we did a sort of making of the video, which was really cool. It was a lot of fun. It turned out really well, and so we want to do more stuff like that. And so that's what we're looking forward to doing. And hopefully, we're looking for this fall maybe throwing a show somewhere hideout empty bottle a cool little show with some local bands yeah well on our front right now i'm trying to plan our anniversary show which is tentatively september 17th is that the three-year anniversary yes so that's slowly coming along i'm also working on a show as a fundraiser for book bike which i don't know what if you're familiar with but um it's a guy named gabriel who rides around the city on his bike with like a basket full of books and he stations himself and parks, Logan Square, places like that, and offers free books to the community. So it's promoting literacy and culture and trying to get stuff there. And he basically functions solely from donations, whether it be books or money. We're also trying to actually start doing some more videos because right now it's uh, me and Ryan giving our opinions about music, but we want to do more band interviews, more features. It's just a matter of getting a camera, getting an editor. Mm getting a location and setting everything up. Honestly, I've been following you guys' sites for a while. I dig the content. I think it's great. Anytime anybody's getting local musicians more exposure, I think that that's really important. So, you know, and obviously there's more than that too. But, you know, keep that up. I think that's great. And oh, Thank you. Appreciate thanks. it. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure I'll see you guys out in all the madness this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> Everything I, I, I'm going to be running like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm going to be going crazy, especially since it's so massive that they expanded the festival. It's going to be ridiculous. So Yeah, no joke. <laughs> oh, now, now, <laughs> now you're scaring me. Now I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you guys so much. Thank well, you. Thank you for having me, Jaime. Definitely. This has been the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Richard Giraldi of Loud Loop Press and Amy Dittmeyer of Heave Media for coming up on the show tonight. You can download or stream all past episodes of this podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with the minds behind darkroomdemons.com, everyoneisfamous.com, and creamteam.tv, as well as many, many others. Or become a fan of the Chicago vs. United podcast at facebook.com slash dynastypodcast. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Jaima Black. Dynasty Descend.